Hey, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Hello and welcome back to another episode in season three, um, which we share everything under the kimono and we talk about how we do this. And today we're actually going to tackle measurement. Now, I've um, I've tackled the topic of measurement in previous episodes and if anyone consumes much of my content, you, you'll know that I do love me a bit of measurement. Um, and this is because I really want to understand if any of the marketing that that I'm investing in or my clients are investing in is actually working. And as a small business owner, I'm pretty sure that you'd want the confidence that every dollar that you spend provides you with some level of a return on investment because you don't have the time or the money to waste on ill-effective marketing that doesn't help you to move closer towards your business goal. Marketing for your small business should absolutely be an investment, not a cost. Now, ill-considered marketing that is not led by a sound strategy may be a cost. However, well-directed and carefully executed marketing is an investment into the growth and sustainability of your business and your brand. And when marketing is driven by business objectives and goals, which are set out in a a simple marketing strategy, well, then you can actually really, really easily place a measurement framework um, into place to, to, to tell if you're achieving those outcomes. Okay. So there's many, many measurements that that we can um, that we can actually measure. Depending on your business, depending on your objectives, depending on your customer and the channels and all that sort of stuff. That's the stuff that we would we would set out in the strategy. That will depend on on what we measure. Now, one thing to to know for sure, regardless of what you're measuring. Regular marketing measurement is a must if you want to know if your marketing is working or not. Now, it's also really important how to understand how to optimise your marketing um, and, and if you want to understand the return that you're gaining from your marketing measurement. But the marketing measurement needs to be simple because you guys are busy, everybody's busy, so we don't need to create another long to-do list or a complicated job to add into our days. We just want something really simple and easy um, and we need to be able to, to ensure that we can kind of grab that quickly. But we also need to make sure that it's revealing enough to make to help you make better decisions about your marketing efforts. 
And it's, and it's really important to make sure that we're measuring the effectiveness of your marketing for each stage of the marketing ecosystem. So marketing ecosystem, again, is we want to drive awareness Initially, people can't buy from you. They can't do anything with you unless they know about you. So first and foremost, we're um, setting goals around awareness and how we're going to make sure enough people know about you. And so we're going to measure that. Then we're looking at how we're actually going to measure if we're getting people interested and if people are actually considering us as an option. How are we going to measure the leads and the sales that we make And then how are we going to measure the repeat sales that we gain and how are we actually going to measure brand advocacy? Because whilst we're on the topic of measurement and whilst a lot of digital marketing um, attribution software and, and, and digital marketing measurements full stop, they generally measure short term or immediate results. But we know that if you if you want to actually build a sustainable brand and a sustainable business, branding and building a, a really solid brand is a big part of that. So, so we don't just want to focus on driving short-term results. We want to, to focus on building a brand and some of the longer-term effects as well. Because if, if we bring it down to numbers... Um, If you build a really solid, reputable brand, you can actually decrease the cost of acquisition of customers. So if people know about your brand and your brand has a reputation, when you show up with short-term campaigns or or campaigns that are, are, you know, have the objective of driving sales or or short-term kind of um, results... Your brand's done a lot of the hard work for you if you've actually made sure that you've built that that brand and that reputation. So we need to make sure that we're measuring that along the way as well. Now, I've put together a list of 10 really common measurements that we use for the majority of our clients. But again, I'll just add the caveat that that depending on on your business and your customer um, and your situation and your priorities, these might these might differ, um, or we might add additional ones in, or some might not be relevant. But these are the general ones that we basically include on most of our small business measurement um, reports. Um, so ten measurements that will help you to decipher whether your marketing is working or not. Get ready, get a pen, because I'm going to tell you the measurement. Then I'm actually going to tell you the goal that it's measuring. I'm going to tell you why we measure that, and then I'm going to tell you where we find that measurement. So grab a pen. Uh, because this will be really, really useful for you if you are a small business owner who wants to know if your marketing is working. Okay, measurement number one, we're going to look at reach or impressions. So it's reported um, differently and and both of those metrics are reported in some social media channels. Um, they're, They're very similar. So just grab whatever you can or whatever your digital channel is offering. But what this is what this measurement is actually measuring is awareness. So as I said before, people, if people don't know about your business, 
they sure as heck can't buy from your business. So if your business priority is to get more new customers to increase revenue, then one of your marketing goals will be to increase the awareness of your business and your brand. Um, Now, where do you find this? Well, depending on what digital channels you're using, but it will often be in your social media insights. It's generally social media that we're taking this, this measurement from. But also, if you're publishing digital ads online, um, they'll also provide you with that. They'll generally um, provide you with that metric in impressions. So it's the amount of eyeballs that have seen your your brand or your ad um, pop up in their newsfeed or on their, you know, on their web, on Google or, or on the website that they're actually reading and, and you know, one of the digital banner ads is dis- displayed. So it's counting how many people have seen your brand and, and how often. Measurement number two, we're going to look at Google My Business Views. And, again, this is um, measuring awareness So Google places a lot of importance on the Google My Business page, on this little piece of search engine real estate. So much so that if someone's actually searching for something that you sell via Google on their mobile, your Google My Business listing will likely be the first and possibly the only listing that they see. Um, So your Google, Google My Business page, it's separate to your website. It's a separate piece of real estate to your website. You would access it through your Google account. So the same account that you would use to access your Google Analytics um, you would use to, to, to access your Google My Business page. And you can go to the Insights tab on your Google My Business page to see all sorts of activities. But in this case, we're looking at views. And can I tell you, we, we monitor Google My Business views and, and um, website hits for so many businesses. And can I tell you the amount of Google My Business page views that businesses get compared to their website um, in a month is astronomical. Like it can be 10 times, you know, 20 times sometimes. So don't underestimate the importance of that piece of real estate on Google. Um, measurement number three is we're going to look at social media engagement. Now, again, depending on what channel that you are on, this is where, so this is engagement. So we're not measuring how many people saw your content. We're measuring how many people liked, clicked, hovered over um, or commented or shared on your your content. So once people have actually seen enough of your marketing to actually know who you are and what you do, the next step they will want to take is to find out a little bit more about you. So they're not quite ready to buy. However, they would like to find out more about you So and, and just see how you might be able to solve a problem of theirs. So this is when they start, you know, reading your posts in a little bit more detail, clicking through to your website to read, you know, the blog post that you've posted or a page on your website or if you're selling a product to go and check out the product, check out more photos, see how much it is or whatever the case is. So we're measuring engagement with clicks, likes, comments and shared and that shares and that's generally measured in, as engagement on most social media channels. Um, And you'll also find this in your social media insights. Measurement number four, 
is your email software reports. Now, I've snuck a couple of different measurements under this one measurement. And again, what we're measuring here is interest and consideration. So, if they're on your email list, chances are they've ever purchased, they've either purchased with you for before or they've signed up for something. So that's like serious engagement. If they've signed up to you, they're showing a pretty um, strong uh, tendency to, towards being relevant for your business. So your email measurements can tell if people are interested in what you have to offer. Um, and you can do this by measuring how many people open your email, unsubscribe from your email, or click on the contextual links that you've included in your email copy. So you might have included links through to product pages on your websites or blog pages on your websites or about us page um, on your website or perhaps other channels or, or other things that you publish. So you can track a lot of that at the moment with, with email. Now, um, the iOS 14 updates uh, rolled out by Apple is a, is a separate episode altogether, and that's going to, to affect the way that we read data from these sorts of situations, both, both on social media as well as, as email. But for now, you can check all of that information. You do need to have email software reports that um, generate this. So, so I'm not talking about sending these emails out from your Outlook or your, your Gmail account or whatever you use for your business. You've actually got to use something like MailChimp, um, and that's what we use a lot of the time to send these marketing emails. And they provide these marketing reports seriously at the click of a button. It's amazing the detail that they can they can provide to you. Hey, if you are loving what you hear in this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show and you want to know how you can get some of this marketing happening in your own business, come and join me in my How To Do Marketing Academy Mastermind. You'll work directly with me and a bunch of other like-minded, motivated small business owners for 12 months. And in that time, I'll show you how to plan, implement and measure the marketing that is right for your business. The results that you can expect are that way more of the right type of people are going to come and get to know your business and your brand. You'll increase your leads, you'll increase your revenue, and best of all, you'll finish the 12 months with a complete and thorough understanding of exactly how to do marketing. Head on over to howtodomarketing.com.au to find out more. Now, let's get stuck back into this episode. Measurement number five, we're going to go over to the website now and we're going to look at how many clicks you've had on your website, how many users have come and visited your website. And we generally, um, well, we measure all of this on a monthly basis, in, in, including this. So this is measuring your consideration and even your leads. So if someone's clicked onto your website, there's, that's a pretty strong indication that they're interested in what you have to sell. Um, if one of our marketing objectives is to increase the number of customers and the number of people visiting your website will be a key indicator if we're actually heading in that direction. So how many people are visiting your website month on month is actually reported as users. And they 
kind of changed this term quite a bit, but it's it's on the main dashboard in your Google Analytics. Now, if you haven't got Google Analytics set up with your website, please make that the next action that you do after listening to this podcast. It's free. Um, your website developer can set this up for you, or if you're particularly tech savvy, you might be able to set it up yourself. It takes a couple of seconds and the the insight that you'll get from this is invaluable. Just seeing how many people visit your website each month is like just the tip of a very big iceberg. So, so um, but that's, yeah, we, we definitely want to track that on a monthly basis. Measurement number six, we're going to measure how many phone calls or emails or website inquiries that we get and or it could even be if you're an e-commerce product, how many people are clicking on your product pages, you know, almost ready to to purchase. So we're measuring leads here. So these are people who are really like hot in terms of getting getting organised and getting ready to to purchase. You know, they're picking up the phone, they're sending an email to find out more. Who knows, depending on how much marketing and information and how how well your, your website communicates, Uh, what you sell and takes them on the journey, they might even be like super ready to buy and all they just want to do is is make, you know, actually make the sale happen. So this is a really key metric to track in your marketing measurement. And, And it's, as I said, it's someone who's gained enough interest in your business via your awareness and consideration tactics to actually get in contact with you to find out out more. Um, or come and click on the product page. So we're going to measure this by inquiries. So so sometimes we can lose this when we're not like when we're not offering end-to-end digital um, solutions where we can track the whole thing. Um, sometimes we might have all the marketing out there and then the website's kind of the last point that they'll get to and then they'll you know pick up the phone or, or they might just send an email or, or inquiry. But then it's up to one of our team to make the sale. So that's particularly the case with professional services. So it's really important to put some sort of measurement in place to be able to track these because this like this is like one of the biggest indicators as to whether your marketing is working. Now, most, most small business owners I work with are happy just to know that, you know, if there's that consistent flow of leads, like they're getting phone calls every week, they're, you know, I had one financial planner client who um, who used to just say my, my you know, when, when we'd started marketing with them, I know it's working because my meeting rooms are always booked. Like I cannot get a meeting room at the moment. Um, so sometimes it, it it might just be a gut feel if it's if it's a little bit hard to actually measure those in a, in a systematic way. But best practice is to measure them in a systematic way if if you can, because then we can really understand how to optimise that. You know, so how many leads are we getting? How many leads are we getting in this period of a year, of this season of a year um, versus other seasons of a year? You know, it actually gives us data to go back and reflect upon, to plan for, and it also helps us with the next measurement to put the next measurement in context. So measurement number seven is sales. 
Like this is what we're in business for most of us. Now, unless we're kind of not-for-profit or, or um, a government organisation that's, that's, that's sharing information or, or whatever, but most of the small businesses that we work with uh, want to make sales. So we've got to measure that, don't we? And we've got to measure that in the context of, of the marketing. Um, so there's there's really not a lot of uh, explanation needed as to why we measure this, but the key consideration here is to measure how many leads are you getting compared to how many people are then converting to a sale. So the measurement here really is leads versus sale. Now, this is going to differ depending on how, how long the purchase cycle, et cetera, is in your, in your organisation. So the nuances of that will need to be considered. But I guess what the point I'm trying to make here is if you've got, say, say for example, you've got a, a product page on your website and you sell a product online and you're getting 10,000 people click on that product page a month and you're making one sale. Like that to me is like, okay, so we're generating the leads, but we're not generating the sale. I know exactly where we need to go and optimise there. So we need to start having a look at, well, what's the product? What's the price? Because something on this product page is turning them off. Maybe it's the page itself. Maybe the page is not optimised to convert a sale. Similarly, if you're like a professional service business or, or like, a, I don't know, a restaurant or a cafe and you're getting a whole bunch of people ringing up, um, it's probably more so relevant to the professional services, but you're getting a whole bunch of people kind of ringing up and inquiring, but no one actually buying or people kind of making that first initial consultant, but then they're not at, like making that first initial appointment, but not actually then doing business with you. You've got to start looking at why. So why? Why is our marketing working to get them to the door, but for some reason we're not converting them? Like, do we actually need to, to implement some sales training for our staff? Um, is there, yeah, is there something that's not right with the product or the price? Is there something that's not right with the process? You know, are they experiencing a really unfriendly customer service person when they when they pick up the phone? You know, they've they've had this great experience with the marketing, and then when it actually gets to speaking to someone, they speak to to someone who's really rude um, or intimidating or whatever the case may be. So we can start to go, oh, okay, how do we optimize this and and make sure that that doesn't become a bottleneck or or a real um, deterrent for, for customers to come and buy from us. Measurement number eight is looking at a bigger measurement. And this is the customer lifetime value of our clients. So this, we're measuring repeat sales. Um, and we measure repeat transactions to gauge how much a customer is actually worth to your business, because generally it's more than the initial transaction. So if you're going to do marketing right, once your, your customer purchases once, well, hopefully they'll keep coming back for more. And it's much cheaper to acquire a repeat sale than it is a new one. So again, depending on what your business is, this might be measured via, you know, your sales data or a customer relationship management system that tracks that data. Measurement number nine is reviews. And this is measuring brand advocacy. So your online reviews are huge, are a hugely important touch point for your business. An abundance of positive reviews can help to convert interested leads to sales by providing confidence and assurance to your prospective customer. No reviews or a bunch of negative reviews might actually have the opposite effect. 
So measure these. Keep an eye on these. Don't don't be ignorant to what's being said about your business online because your customers are looking at that. So look at your Google My Business page. What, What kind of reviews and how often and how many reviews are being added to your Google My Business page? What about your Facebook page? If you're in the hospitality industry, you'll be looking at your TripAdvisor profile to look and monitor these reviews. And then some businesses will actually have online review plugins that you can actually plug into your website. And uh, hopefully, if you've gone to the effort of doing that, you're actually going to be measuring those as, as well, because that's what people on your website will be looking at. Measurement number 10 is your net promoter score. And this is measuring brand advocacy as well. So a net promoter score is a score that is used to gauge your business's current customer loyalty and customer satisfaction. And it's a terrific way to gauge if you're creating raving fans or brand advocates of your business. So an NPS score is calculated by asking a sample of customers how likely they would be to recommend your business to others. It's a standard question. It's an internationally recognised score. Um, Google it if you want to find out more information about how you can measure that. We um, we put that in customer surveys. When we do our customer research um, for our marketing planning, we'll often include that question as well. Um, some people will actually have that question that will shoot off um, to their customers every time they buy from them. You know, you, you might have answered that yourself. You know, how on a scale of not to 10, how likely are you to recommend this business to a friend or colleague? That's a company who's tracking your tracking their net promoter score. Um, so yeah, there's uh, 10 marketing measurements that we will include for the majority of our clients. And uh, as I said, there's, there's certainly a lot more that we measure as well, depending on the, uh, the objectives and the, the goals of each client. But those are certainly 10 that, uh, that are going to be likely to be highly relevant to you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want to know how you can get some of this marketing happening in your own business, come and join me in my How To Do Marketing Academy Mastermind. It has been developed just for small business owners like you. Head to howtodomarketing.com.au. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 